0: Welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories, along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective, along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. So here
1: I am again, Amy Hook. And as I said, I'm going to be going through and sharing um, my story um, about my bookkeeping business. I'm going to be going through this journey, talking about why I started in the first place and how I got my first client. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. And then in the following episodes, I'm going to be talking about what some of my biggest challenges were, what I tried to fix those problems and why those solutions didn't work. And then I'm also going to talk to you about my rock bottom, where I actually hit the bottom. And that for me was when I started to discover that what the real problems were and make a decision to do things that actually made a difference instead of putting band-aids on the problem. And then finally, I'm going to talk about how I transitioned or how Savvy was kind of born out of um, the work that I was doing at Off The Hook Bookkeeping and how Savvy grew from just, you know. Like one tiny incident that happened that ended up turning into an entire business. Um, so, I'll go through and I'll talk about how Savvy became Savvy and what we actually do. And then I'll also share with you about our bookkeeping business membership, which is our latest and greatest um, achievement at Savvy. We have turned everything that we offer into um, a membership where. You know, you guys can join and get everything included that we have to offer. So I'll talk a little bit about who it's for. And don't forget, in between these episodes, I'll be sharing with you these, um, you know, interviews that we've done with some of our members so you can get to know them. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to answer the first question. Why did you start a bookkeeping business? So I started my bookkeeping business in early 2015 and at the time I was 34 and I will tell you right now that it was not a business when I started so when I became when I in inverted commas started my business I never thought to myself oh I'm starting my own bookkeeping business I thought to myself I'm going to start doing bookkeeping like for me it was just a job it wasn't actually a business when I first started you know like I got a logo and stuff like that and a business name but I didn't really think of it like a business I just wanted to have a job um, that I could do from home because I was pregnant with my first son so at the time of making this decision I had been bookkeeping since I was 15 years old so I started out bookkeeping for my dad working in his business. Dad owned a couple of businesses and I had a very early introduction to the world of bookkeeping, entering checks into MYOB um, with my dad's accountant on school holidays and, you know, ended up going through a traineeship at 19. And so after I'd worked as a contract bookkeeper for more than 12 years, I'd worked through, um, I got most of my work through an accounting Firm, um, and after about 12 years working for that accounting firm, I decided to quit bookkeeping forever. I had become a bit jaded about working for someone else, but it wasn't, I wasn't jaded working for someone else because I wanted to start my own business. It never actually occurred to me to go out on my own. The thing that I was jaded about is that I felt that I could do so much more for my clients but I felt really restrained working for someone else and I also had this deep down sense that I was meant to be doing something else with my life but I had no idea what it was I remember one day I went up to my manager who um, I'm still in contact with today actually he is the accountant for our companies but he was my um, boss um, manager in this accounting firm and I went up to him and I was talking to him and I said to him like I, I just, I feel like I should be doing something else with my life. And he said, like what? And I said, well, I don't know. I just, I feel like I should be helping people. And he turned around and he said, you are helping people. You're doing their tax returns. You're helping them do their tax. And I was like, I looked at him like, oh my gosh, you just don't get it. Like, no, and I, but I couldn't explain what it was. Like, I literally had no idea. I just knew that there was something, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And because it had never occurred to me to start my own business, I just thought, well, you know, because I've become frustrated, I just thought, well, it's time for a career change. You know, I've done bookkeeping for, you know, since I was 15 years old, I've, I think I've just had enough. Maybe I'm just bored. So I actually quit my job and decided to just go and try and find something else to do. So I did a fair bit of traveling during that, this four year period that kind of came after that. So I traveled, I did some mission work and volunteering overseas, and I tried lots of different things in the meantime, like everything from um, making cappuccinos in a hotel cafe in Israel, to teaching music, to... Um, kindergarten, kindergarten age children to working um, in an HIV clinic in India um, to, I don't know, what else did I do? I did so many things during that time. I spent some time in Perth. I spent some time in the UK um, and yeah, India, Israel, uh, China, went to all these different places um, and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I spent some time with a careers counsellor. So I looked into numerous careers. I looked at floristry, architecture, urban planning. Um, I even looked at primary school teaching, which I'm very glad now that I've got my own kids that I didn't get into, but I thought maybe the school holidays would be good. Um, So I looked at all these different courses and careers and things like that. And they all seemed really good and very interesting, but I just couldn't imagine myself starting an entirely new career from the beginning. You know, I thought to myself how hard I'd worked to, you know, from when I first started as a trainee, getting paid $11 an hour or something like that, working my way up to getting paid $60 an hour as a contract bookkeeper. And, you know, I couldn't imagine going back to $20, $25 an hour and having to start on the bottom rung and go through, you know, even after doing potentially a four, three or four year degree, I'd have to then start as a new person and work for you know 10 years or five years to become an expert and that kind of thing so I was just like ah I just I don't know if I can do it so anyway my husband and I we'd been over in China and we um yeah I was due to have our first son and we just got back from overseas we were living with Will's parents And we were both unemployed because we'd literally just got back into the country and we're looking for a rental place to move into and all this sort of stuff. And I was really worried, to be honest, like Will's health hadn't been good. He'd had chronic fatigue um, in the past. And so I was worrying like, what, what is our future going to look like when it comes to work? And so it was quite funny just before we left for our trip, I needed to replace my laptop. And I was, I'd always, like I grew up as a Mac user so my first computer was a Mac and I when I got into bookkeeping when I did my traineeship when I was 19 I you know got into the world of PC and I was using a PC for the rest basically the rest of my career and so I, I had a laptop that was a PC and I thought to myself well I'm not doing bookkeeping anymore so maybe I could get a Mac and then I thought well yeah but what if I go back and this was the first time I really considered like what if I went back to bookkeeping and I thought, well, MYB, on a Mac is really bad. Like you can't use all your shortcuts and stuff like that. I don't know if it's still that way, but that's how it felt at the time that using um, doing accounting on a Mac is not really that great. So yeah, so I thought, okay, well, when I was doing contracting for the accounting firm, I remember that this new software had come out that some clients had started asking us about and it was called Zero. And I had never actually, tried it in much detail. I think it had a quick look, but I'd never really actually given it a go or worked with a client that had zero. So I decided to have a look at that because it was a cloud software. I thought, well, maybe if I use cloud software, I can get a Mac and I don't have to worry about getting a PC and it will all be fine. So I decided to test out Zero by using our family trust accounts, which I had to get done for our tax returns anyway. So I decided to transfer our Myob um data across to zero. And when I started to set it up, it was so easy to set up and it was actually quite fun. I like this little spark kind of lit up in me and I thought, oh maybe I could do bookkeeping but work remotely. We could keep doing our mission work. We could be overseas. We could work from anywhere in the world. And yeah, basically, you know, I could do that from my laptop. So anyway, I bought my Mac and we went overseas and so when I got back and I was sort of sitting there worrying about like what are we going to do for work and trying to picture myself like applying for jobs when I was pregnant and stuff like that I thought I remembered that moment and I thought where that little spark kind of lit up like what if I went back to bookkeeping I thought oh maybe I could yeah maybe I could do bookkeeping from home you know I could do it when I'm pregnant and that'll be easy and then after I have my son I can work from home and just you know be around the kids and stuff like that so Yeah. So anyway, I remembered. I thought, okay, well, I remember a few years back that you know, while I was contracting through the accountant, that they'd become a they'd come in a rule where you had to get registered as a BAS agent. So I was like, okay, I better check that out. And so, yep, I found out I had to get registered, and I just needed my um, my old boss to sign off on my hours, which he did straight away. He was happy to help me do that. And yeah, so I did that. I had to do a BAS skills course because I mean, I'd done. Um, I had done my cert for I actually had a biz, um, bachelor of business by then. I just had to do like a BAS skills course, and so I did it. And then in April two thousand fifteen, I was I got approved as a registered bass agent. Got my insurance and all that sort of stuff sorted, and I was registered and ready to go. Which leads me to the next question, which is, how did you get your first client? So that was basically it. You know, I decided to start this business and I was thinking, well, what am I gonna call myself? Um, you know, um (laughs) yeah, so I was like Amy Hook bookkeeping. Uh yeah, it doesn't really sound that good, but because my new married name was um surname was Hook, I thought, okay, like you know, like a good play on words. So I thought something with the word hook in it. And then I was like off the hook. Okay, cool. So I drew up a logo with a fish and a hook. And, um, you know, it said off the hook bookkeeping in the middle of it. And I posted on Facebook and I said, Hey everyone, I've decided to start my own bookkeeping, um, from home and, or oh, actually I didn't say it was a business. I just said, I've decided to start bookkeeping again. And, uh, I've drawn, drawn up this logo and I shared it on Facebook. And within a week I got a phone call from somebody who, Um, had a friend of mine had seen my post on Facebook my logo and uh, then a friend happened to mention to them that week that they were looking for a bookkeeper and so she gave them my number and they called me and I was like wow this is so cool so yeah so I didn't actually know how much to charge them so I said you know I talked to them about what I could do for them and then um, yeah like I didn't actually talk to them about prices so I said I'll send them some information about um, prices and then." I called one of my colleagues and I'm like, I don't know how much to charge. How much should I charge? You know, like I was charging $60 um, an hour as a contractor. And she said to me, you should not charge less than a hundred dollars an hour. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's quite high. And, but I thought, Oh, well yeah. She, you know, she said to me, you know, you've got a lot of experience. you have been doing bookkeeping for a long time. She told me that she charged 110. So I was like, okay, cool. So I'll give it a go. So I called the client back and I said, um, yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, just wanted to like finish, um, organizing this with you. My rate's hundred dollars an hour. And I was really nervous. I was so nervous about quoting such a high rate and she just said, okay, great. When do we get started? And so, yeah, that was very exciting for me. And within a couple of months I had been referred a couple more clients through, um, that Facebook post. Um, through a friend, um, you know, seeing the post or referring someone else to me when someone had asked about, it, about a bookkeeper. So it was really easy at the start. And so then I got in touch with my old um, manager, not, my, not the owner of the accounting firm, but the guy who um, had been my manager, the one that I'd told that I wanted to do something else and help people. And um, he'd started his own accounting firm. So I told him I was doing bookkeeping again. And so he referred a couple of clients to me and those clients referred a couple of clients to me. And yeah, like the next thing I know, I pretty much had, um, yeah, what, what was the initial like first draft of my bookkeeping business that I didn't know was a business yet. And um, yeah, so that was all very exciting. Um, from there, I went on to set up my own website, which interestingly enough um, ties into how the Savvy Bookkeeper began. But I'm going to share that a little bit further down the track. So I set up a website. It was not a very good website at all. I showed it to one of my friends um, who's in, um, yeah, I think she's in PR or so, um, uh, something, yeah, public relations is like the role that she does. So I thought, oh, well, she probably knows about websites. And the first thing she said to me was like, um, oh, do you have a tagline? (laughs) I was like, what is a tagline? And, you know, her response to my web, seeing my website as well was like, uh, yeah, it needs a little bit of work. So she wasn't very impressed at all. It wasn't even a proper website. It was just a blogger blog. So I don't know if you know blogger, but Google does this blog thing called blogger. And I just set that up and I made it look like um, a website because I'd been using that to blog with when I was overseas doing mission work. So, that's how I set up my website. And so when she talked about me having a tagline, I'm like, oh, what's a tagline? But I didn't ask her because I was a bit embarrassed about the fact that she thought my website wasn't very good. So anyway, I sort of got off that call and I ended up Googling, um, you know, what is a business tagline or something like that. And that is, um, you know, that Google search is, you know, what became the, I'm going to say that's where Savvy the very beginning of savvy first started, but not quite yet. We're just planting a little seed there because, you know, it was that um, Google search that opened a whole can of worms to me and just got me thinking about things I never even considered before. So yeah, so basically that's how I started my bookkeeping business and why I started it, um, and also how I got my first client and you know how I started out in the beginning. And so in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about some of my biggest challenges and kind of what went wrong. um, And then some of the things that I tried doing to desperately fix this situation. And then how some of those solutions didn't work or even in some instances made things worse. So um, I look forward to the next episode with you. Um, In the meantime, don't forget to check out our member episodes where we're going to be sharing with you um interviews that we've done with some of our members at savvy so you can get to know them a little bit. Um, otherwise I'll look forward to catching you next time where I go through those challenges in my business. Um, so yes, so I'll look forward to sharing that with you. So be smart and get savvy and I'll see you then.
0: Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.